Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia. And on today's episode, we're going to be joined by a very special guest. We're going to be joined by the lovely Carolina Teague. And we'll be reviewing, uh, or previewing, should I say, the 2019 NFL Playoff Weekend that's coming up. So that's exciting stuff. So how are you doing, Carolina? I'm doing good. I've had better weeks, but I'm doing good. <laughs> as long as you're still alive and we're all still here and we got all our fingers and our toes, I think we're okay. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that, you know, my team isn't playing this weekend, but, you know, it's okay. Why do you got to bring up right. old stuff for, Carolina? <laughs> Why do you got to bring up old stuff for? I know, right? I just need to move <laughs> forward with my life. <laughs> for real, for real. I hear you on that one because, you know what? Being a Cowboys fan and being a Bears fan has been kind of tough because people have been talking all that smack all year, and the last thing you want to do is hear all those haters talk and come at you after you had a tough loss like that. So I feel for you, Carolina. My heart goes out to you because I've been there before. <laughs> I know how it feels. Absolutely. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. We're going to okay. go ahead and preview the 2019 NFL playoffs that are going to be coming up this weekend. We have a lot of exciting games, and... There's been some exciting picks, I guess, from the from the Las Vegas odds makers. Mm-hmm. They they have some interesting choices, and we'll we'll get into that in a little a little bit later. But for right now, let's go ahead and start off with the first game. We we have some 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 people saying certain things about the Colts, and like they look, you know, like they're the hottest team right now. They're mm-hmm. looking really good, but they're going to be facing Mahomes and the Chiefs, and yeah. They don't have the best defense. I'll, I'll give them that. You know, there's been a lot of arguments. They're saying the, the Chiefs don't have the best defense in the league right now. Their defense is kind of spotty. The Colts' defense is looking good. And then you have a decent quarterback in Andrew Luck. But you also have one of the best offenses and a and a really good quarterback in Mahomes. So what do you? Right. What, something's got to give. What do you think, Carolina? Um, I think for the Colts versus the Chiefs game, I know this is an oddball prediction, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Colts only because I feel like Andrew Luck has been doing a phenomenal job well, with the Colts. They've been winning the past several games, and I believe it's, what, the past eight games they've won? Yeah. I can't remember what the They had to win is. out to get in, so they did. Yeah, they've been winning, uh, you know, a ton of games, and the Colts are really, really good in the end zone. The hard part for the the why I think the Colts are going to win is because the Colts really don't have any holes in their system. I feel like they have a pretty decent offense, a pretty decent special team, and they have a really good defense as well. The Chiefs, they have a phenomenal offense. They have a great special teams, but their defense is one of the bottom seven defenses in the NFL, and I think that's going to be a big issue going up against somebody like Andrew Luck, who's able to be, you know, able to get touchdowns in the red zone. And also, um, I just feel like they're going to be a hard team to stop. Now, the Chiefs are going to be, you know, not easy as well. I feel like if the Chiefs, so the Chiefs are like predicted if they can, you know, get into the double digits early on, they're predicted to win the game. So I think for the Colts, the biggest thing is going to be stopping Patrick Mahomes, you know, you know, making those plays to get them in the double digits. So that way they can win the game. So I think stopping them early on is going to prevent them from winning. So if I had to make a prediction, I know the Chiefs are pretty much favored, but I'm going to go with the Colts. You're not alone because, you know, the Las Vegas odds makers, as I had said, they already put their spreads out for, for the upcoming weekend. And mm-hmm. they do have the Indianapolis Colts favored by 
plus five points over the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is the mm-hmm. one telling sign that the Chiefs are going to have to go up against. Not only are they going to have to go up potent against a potent defense in the Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Luck, but history is not on the Chiefs' side. The Chiefs are 0-6 in their last six playoff games at home and winless mm-hmm. at, at Arrowhead since 1993. I mean, that that's a tough thing to, to get over, especially you're playing one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. I think... All the pressure, I would have to say right now, Carolina, is on Mahomes and the Chiefs. It's not so much on the Colts. So I think the Colts might get up one on the on the Chiefs as well. So I'm going to pick the Colts to upset the Chiefs. I think that there's too much expectations. And I don't know if, if Mahomes can handle the, the spotlight at this high of a level. You know, so I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to pick, like I said, the Colts over the Chiefs. You got any predictions on the final score? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, since they're really all good at offense, I'm going to go up kind of decent scoring. I'm going to go Colts 30 and Chiefs 27. Ooh, you're you're real close to me. I, I think this one is going to be settled by Phil goal as well. I, I was going to pick 30 to 27, so you're you're right on par with what I was thinking oh, as yeah. well. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to come down to something's going to happen at the last second. Somebody yeah. is going to do like a last you know, minute drive or something, drive the, the team down the, down the field. And you know, it's going to be a field goal. That's Mm -hmm. how, how else would you want to, you know, win this game? It's always the field goal kickers that have uh, kind of helped everybody out this last, this last week, they've relied heavily on their kickers (laughs) as we could tell, you know, even the Cowboys, I was like, Oh my God, I believe the mayor missed one of the extra points. And I was like, my heart sunk because you know how precious every point is, especially in the playoff game. So, oh, man, it's going to get scary. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to I'm actually going to really enjoy watching that game. Yeah, I think so. I, I think uh, I'm going to enjoy yeah. it as well. It's going to be. Uh, yeah, it'll be. Fun. I think that's going to be like the game. I'm, actually, I'm excited for all the games, but I think I'm really, really excited about that game. Yeah. And we're going to talk about somebody else that I think because this is near and dear to your heart. And let's just mm-hmm. get it out of the way right now. Let's talk about this Eagles and Saints. You know how I feel about this? It, and this is what happened last season. Minnesota had no business beating the Saints, except for that Minnesota miracle. You know, that last second throw that just, you know, the receiver caught. He was downfield. He caught it. There was no one around him. Ended the game on a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, the Minnesota uh, Vikings winded up going and, and defeating the, the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing happened between the Bears and the Eagles. It was a tough mm-hmm. game. They were both battling out. And as we know, it was the the double doink at the end that, that <laughs> killed it for the for the Bears. But honestly, I feel like the Bears should have been the team moving forward, not the Eagles. So with that said... Let's get your prediction. What? How are you feeling about the Eagles and the Saints game? What are we going to be looking for in this one? Oh, man. Well, you know, just looking at how they performed last week, What one of the things that really stuck out to me was how well their defense played against our offense. I think that the 
Philadelphia Eagles have a really great defense. Their corners are able to cover the wide receivers properly. And I feel like they made a they and one person who's not, you know, to be underestimated is Nick Foles. He can complete plays when they're they're at clutch times. And I feel like he does a phenomenal job with connecting with the offense. So I think that the Eagles are going to be really hard to beat. I mean, you can't underestimate them. They're the defending champions. But the only thing that is going to be difficult with that is they're playing at the Superdome with the New Orleans Saints. And the New Orleans is 13-3. and They have a great record. And I feel like you're going up against two great quarterbacks. And one is Drew Brees. Drew Brees, if you think that Nick Foles is a great quarterback, you're going to go up against Drew Brees, who's even better. So I feel like this is going to be a really close game as well. And I don't know who I would pick. I mean, I want the Eagles to win, so that way we can say that we lost to the the championship team. (laughs) But he's Drew Brees has had one of his best seasons ever. He has a 74 completion rate, and he has 32 touchdown passes. He leads the league with a 115 quarterback rating. So he does a really phenomenal job. I don't see him failing in his home. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, not only and that. It's not, but... and, and I'm sorry, not to mention, you know, the Saints defense isn't as bad as it was. And they're number two in the run. And they're really, really good. So I think the the Philadelphia Eagles are phenomenal. But so are the Saints. And they're going to be playing at home. So I really feel like the Saints are going to take this one. I'm kind of, an, I'm going to have to agree with you. Because I really, you know, was thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, you're in the Superdome. You got the crowd behind you. You have all this energy, and the and the and the team's gonna feed off of it. And not mm-hmm. only that, but like you said, you have Brees has had some of his the highest completion percentages of his career this season. He's I think his completion percentage was something crazy like seventy four point four. You know, so I mean, he's he's playing at a high level, and he's thirty nine years old. So right. I'm like, wow, man, this this guy. He's on it. You know, he all he knows how to do is win. And I think the experience that he has in, in these types of games at home in front of the crowd, I don't know. I, I feel the same way as you do. I, I just feel like the Saints, even though the Eagles are playing pretty decent ball right now, their defense, as you stated, did come up big and they showed up. And for some reason, this Eagles team has been completely different with Nick Foles as the quarterback than it was with Carson Wentz. For some mm-hmm. reason, Nick Foles has got the magic. I don't know what it is about these big games, but but he's like he's on it, man. Nick Foles mm-hmm. has been one of the best performing quarterbacks under these types of conditions. But when you're going up against a legend and Drew Brees, you got to go with Drew Brees. So, unfortunately, I think when it comes when it when you see situations like that, it really comes down to your team as a whole. Yeah. When you have great quarterbacks, everything else just has to fall into place. If your quarterback, both of your quarterbacks are phenomenal, then at that point you're just going to have to rely on how good is the defense on both ends. Yeah. And and I think that's what it boils down to and I do like as of late as you stated how the defense has been coming on for for the Saints. Or you know, they're they're playing good enough to win these games and you know give this team a chance you know they're able to go ahead and and get on you know their quarterbacks they're able to to blitz they're able to get to the qbs they're able to 
you know, hurry up and, and rush him and making bad decisions. So I do like the way that the Saints are playing right now. If I'd have mm-hmm. to pick right off the top of my head, I'd have to pick the Saints 31, Eagles 20. What, what do you think? Um, hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say, I guess, 20. Hold on, let's see. I'm going to do, <laughs> man, I'm going to do, hold on. I'm going to do 16. I'm going to do like something crazy. 16, 24, <laughs> Saints. 16, 24, <laughs> Saints. Yeah. All right. I'll take that. All right, moving on. We're going to go ahead. <laughs> we're going to go ahead. After that funky math, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about Chargers and Pats. Now, okay. this one's going to be interesting because everybody's like, you know, always picking the Pats to win the Patriots. But they just haven't really, to me, they just haven't been the same type of team that they were last season. You know, I don't know what it is, but, you know, there's been some injuries, you know, Tom Brady's getting a little old, getting get a lo- getting a little long in the tooth. Let's, you know, let's not make any mistakes or try to sugarcoat it. He's getting old. But do you think he still maybe has some magic left in the tank? And do you think he's he's going to give the the Pats a, a chance against the Chargers? I mean, how do you feel? I mean, I feel like he always can. I mean, when you're a phenomenal quarterback, you can, you know, pull, pull through at any age in any game. We've seen that happen time and time again, like with Peyton Manning and things like that. But like I said, just because you're an amazing quarterback, like you could be an Aaron Rodgers, if you don't have a, you know, a team to stand behind, then you really don't have, you know, something to win. I mean, although they clinched the bye, I think that the Patriots are pretty vulnerable this year. And especially since they're playing at home, I feel like the Chargers are extremely good because the Chargers are, I believe they're the most winningest team as of right now with away games. So if anybody has an opportunity to uh, win this next round, it's definitely going to be the Chargers. I really like Melvin Gordon. He's a phenomenal player for them. And I feel like, James White led the team in receptions and I feel like they have an opportunity to beat the Patriots. It's not going to be an easy game. Um, but like I said, they do have great pass rushes and I mean, but like I said, I don't underestimate the Patriots either because they have a great coach. They have Gronk. They have all these, you know, powerful players on their team. But if I'm going to have to pick something, I'm just going to kind of be an oddball and I'm going to go with the chargers. Cause I mean, i I like I like the Chargers, so I'm gonna go with them. Yeah, I like the Chargers too. I, I'd have to say if I my final prediction for this outcome, thirty one twenty seven Chargers over the Pats. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm feeling. You know, because like you said, I think that the Chargers, like you said, they were playing at a high high level. They went eleven and two, and if we tack on Sunday's game, they've actually gone twelve and two, and mm-hmm. you know Rivers his quarterback rating. It's kind of up there right now. He's at 105.5. You know, it's the highest that he's posted since he's been a starter. You know, and like you were talking about Melvin Melvin Gordon, he's totaled 14 touchdowns, you know, in 12 regular season outings. And, you know, that that's saying something. So And like I said, it's they are eight and oh away. Yeah. So that is That's phenomenal. You, I mean, like you you can't ask for a better away team to play against 
you know a legendary or not a legendary like a dynasty but i feel like that dynasty is coming to an end i'm gonna go with the chargers any any prediction on the final score uh <laughs> carry um, the one minus two i'm just playing yeah um i'm gonna go ahead and say you know what i'm gonna go ahead and just like make it a freaking i'm gonna do something crazy let's see i'm gonna do 33 and um 27 <laughs> <laughs> Being, being different just to be different, Carolina. That's just. Playing. I'm gonna be different. Yeah, I was like, dude, I was totally unprepared with score predictions. I should have totally did that before we got on the call. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm but saying, yeah, they got they. I mean, they both have a good offense, so I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens, but I'm gonna go with that. You know, it's gonna be about three or four points is gonna separate the loser from the winner. So we'll have to wait and see what happens on that regard. But I'm pretty sure everybody including the Las Vegas odd makers, they've already <laughs> predicted that, like, I didn't even say it against the Eagles and, and Saints. They have the Eagles as eight-point favorites against the Saints. And then the Chargers, they're favored by five, I mean, sorry, they're favored by four points over the Pats. Wow. So, you know, the odds makers, they're, they're hard at work right now. So we're going to move on and save the best for last, Carolina. My wow. Cowboys. My Dallas Cowboys, they <laughs> finally won a playoff game. They're moving on, and they're yes. going to have to face the Rams. So Cowboy Nation is in full effect. We're happy. We got a little swag in our step. You know, we're feeling good about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the Cowboys are making the trek to L.A. to go ahead and play the Rams. And from what I hear already, half the stadium is going to have Cowboy fans in attendance for that game. That, That's what I saw, too. I was like, holy jeez. Yeah, you know, they always make fun of us Cowboy fans, and they're saying, you know, we're annoying. I mean, we travel well. I'm I'm not going to lie. Cowboy fans travel well. Well, so. that's the, they're America's team for a reason. They're everywhere. True that. So, you know, this one's going to be something, because you have Dak and Goff. So I'm like, okay, there's... <laughs> I don't want to be mean, but there's really not too much of a comparison because golf has been around a lot longer than Dak has, you know, uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's seen more games. He's ha he has more experience, but Dak right now he's playing pretty good, you know, football right now. He's, he's doing what he needs to do to get these wins. I mean, the Cowboys are in the playoffs because they had to string together some wins, you know, and a lot of people didn't even expect him to make the playoffs they expect him to win four or five games this season, so they're exceeding expectations. I think that the Cowboys' defense, they're legit. That defense is legit. And mm -hmm. the one thing that, that kind of, to me, is a telling sign is when you're looking at the Rams, the Rams started off the season really strong, but then they mm -hmm. just kind of faded off. You know, Gurley was hurt. You know, he hurt his, he hurt his knee. Goff hasn't been quite the quarterback that he once was to start the season. And not only that, but the Rams are one of the worst when trying to stop the run. And the mm -hmm. Cowboys have Zeke, and, and Zeke likes to run. Feed Zeke. Something's got to give, Carolina. You know, so yep. what, are you, what are you thinking? Hmm. Oh, man. This is a really, really tough one for me because we see 
we see the Cowboys continue to continuing to do better each game. The Cowboys defense is phenomenal. They're doing a tremendous job um, against their opponents. So I feel like the defense is not going to be an issue for the Cowboys. I feel like an issue that's going to be for the Cowboys is going to be the offense. Are they going to be able to complete? Is Dak uh, going to be able to complete passes? Are they able to score? In, are they going to be able to score in the red zone? But one of the things that really stood out to me is the fact that the Rams are the they allow the most points on the rush. So that is basically the game plan for the Cowboys is to feed Zeke. They can get a lot of yards if they feed him because like I said, the Rams are having a hard time being able to stop them. And not to mention, oh, another thing that might be a kind of an issue is that traditionally the Cowboys aren't good at away games. They are, I believe they're 0 and 8 on the road this year. Yeah. Is it oh not 0 and 8? I'm tripping. <laughs> Uh, they're zero and five, I believe, but they're pretty not. They're not good on the road games. Yeah, they're not very so, good on the road. Yeah, hold on, I'm pulling up the stat because I'm okay. <laughs> so they, okay, hold on. They have gone on the road seven times during the playoffs, and they've lost every single one of those games. But we're a, they're they're turning a new leaf, so I feel like they have an opportunity to win this game now that's not going to be easy but I mean you got to look at some things like Todd Gurley's health he had that knee injury but he's expected to come back on this game but who knows if he's going to be you know feeling 100% and also like like you said they played up against the Bears they only allowed our defense only allowed six points up against the Rams so the Rams only got six points off of the Bears we had a great defense Cowboys have a great defense, too. Are they going to be able to get any points off of our team? And they also struggled against another playoff team, the Eagles. So both playoff teams that they played recently, they've lost to. So that's another telling sign that they might have a potential opportunity to lose at home. And not to mention, like you said, like the fans in attendance. Is there going to be a strong presence of fans to be able to sit there and rally on their team? So this is going to be a really interesting game. I'm excited to see how the outcome's going to be. And I don't know. There's a seven-point spread for the Rams. So I don't know. What do you think? Who do you think is going to take it? You know me. I'm going to go always stick with my Cowboys. I got nothing but faith in them. I think they can, they're can. they going to surprise the Rams over in L.A. I, I got the, the Cowboys beating the Rams 27-17. I think I'm going to go. Here's my thing. I feel like if Zeke carries the ball 20 times or more there's like a there's a stat that if he carries the ball more than 20 times then the cowboys automatically win the game like this is like proven fact supposedly so if they feed him that many times i feel like they have an opportunity to win i'm gonna go with the cowboys on this one just because you know this is what my house likes cowboys 23 to 20 oh wow I'm, i'm surprised you picked the cowboys but you know I picked them as well, so we'll just see how this game pans out. But, you know, one of the things is if Zeke can get at least 30 touches, maybe 32, 33 touches, and he can run for almost 200 yards, I like the Cowboys' chances. Now, if Zeke, you know, for some reason, you know, the the Rams surprise the Cowboys and they're able to get on him and, and stop that run, and he only runs for 
100 yards or less and they're going to force Dak to throw, that the game is, you know, I don't know if it's going to be as close as we predict. It might flip and it might be the Rams over the Cowboys 27-17 if that does happen. But like I said, we're just going to have to see how this plays out. I mean, we don't know what Gurley's, uh, you know, current, I guess, condition is right now. He's He looked good. He was. I saw him warming up at practice. He was running some routes. You know, he looked pretty good. He looked like he was ready to play. And the Rams are a different team when they have when they have Todd Gurley on the on the field. I feel like I honestly see the Cowboys winning this game, and I I really do. Do I think they're going to take it all the way? Probably not. Um, I think they won't win the NFC title, but I mean, you never say never. Anything can happen, but I feel like they're going to win this game. So let me ask you something, fan to fan. If my okay. Cowboys defeat the Rams, does that give me the right to go on Facebook Live after the game like I did in this last game and talk smack? You can do whatever you want to do, Joe. You're a fan. I'm justified, a, right? I'm justified. <laughs> you are justified. I mean, you, you know, some like people have emotions and they handle them differently. I saw, you know, when Alabama was up, the, got the upset. Uh, fans were like, you know, sh- uh, like acting classy. Me, I was acting like every <laughs> single Bears fan on the internet. Did you see all the Bears reaction? Yeah, like, I did. All were acting like me. So. You got to go with what feels right at the time. Either you take it gracefully. I mean, if the loss is, you know, just by a touchdown or two, then, you know, that's fine. And you could be passive about it. But if it's by a double doink at the end, then, yes, you can go scream all you want to. That's you're right as a fan. Man, I'll be honest with you. If my if the Cowboys, it comes to a field goal and Maher just does a doink or a double doink at the end of the game and the Cowboys wind up losing. I, I probably don't even want to get on social media, at least for I, a day or two. I, I'm going to be a distraught. You know what? I don't even think that the Cowboys could even do that because their special team doesn't suck like ours. <laughs> Our kick, their kicker's not trash. Oh, so, man. I don't, think that'll, I don't think that'll happen. So, I mean, if anything, it'll be by, you know, if, like, I don't know. It wouldn't be too crazy. But like I said, you could you can – you have to take it on the chin, you know, you can do actually, you can take it on the chin or you can curse people out. It's up to you. I think if you were a Cowboys fan in Los Angeles territory, I think then you could trash talk because right. You live in the middle of Cowboys nation. Yeah. So everybody will feel like how you feel with me. It was like, I'm, I'm a lone star. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're in enemy territory, so to speak. So yeah, so I got tagged in every single thing. <laughs> no, I I know how that is. You know, I'm still getting tagged. Oh, I'm still Lord. getting tagged. If people need to get over that already. That's like you need to tell them: Is your team in the playoffs? So why are you coming? At, why are you coming at me? You know. But the thing is, a lot of theirs is in the playoffs because they're Cowboys fans. So I'm like, crap. Oh, okay. See now. No, but- I, I'm ready for the Cowboys. I think Cowboys. I don't know. It's my that's my boyfriend's favorite team, and I just you know they get ragged on a lot. They always get underestimated. So I hope they win just for the sake of it. Yeah. Well, I know Guylan ain't gonna be rooting for my Cowboys because he's a Texans fan, just like Clint Proctor. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I let him have it. I told him some things. So we'll see what happens. You know, everybody was already mad at me because I talked all this smack. And I'm talking smack now, and I'm going to start tomorrow again. 
And they're mm-hmm. all like, well, you like making fun of the other teams. I wasn't even making fun of the other teams. I have all these Texans <laughs> fans coming at me and I put them in their place. And now they're like, well, we're going to be looking at you when your Cowboys lose on, on Saturday. We're going to like, go ahead. I'm not like you all. I'm not sensitive, you know, so bring it. I can dish it out and I can take it. So I'm looking forward to that game. That's going to be my game right there. I'm going to be out there watching this Cowboy game with all my friends and some family. And we're probably yeah, so are we. You know what my game is? I'm really looking forward to the Colts and the Chiefs. I feel like Andrew Luck is underestimated. I want to see how he does. God, but that guy has the worst haircut in the league. You know? <laughs> I like his I'm hair like, damn, bro. Go get your hair cut. Get that beard, like, trim it or something, man. He looks scruffy looking like he's he's unkept. <laughs> you know what are you you know what i'm like that too though i i don't know maybe we suffer from the same thing when we're you know in the middle of something or we have a goal we're gonna let i, I usually let myself go <laughs> and, and then when i achieve my goal then i sh- like i sharpen up it's weird oh okay so it's maybe he'll he, sharpen up it might be because he's so engulfed in football season that he's he's doing that to himself I don't know. He looks like that all the time. Every time I see him in pictures, I'm like, dude, this guy, I don't know, man. I said, I never trust a man with the bowl haircut. So I'm just going to leave it like that. That's from my boy, Austin, Austin Hartsfield of the, the pain and corners podcast. Go ahead and check that out. He, me and him are always going, I go at it with him sometimes and make fun of his Colts. So he's all, you know, putting stuff about his Colts right now. He's riding high in the Colts. So I'm hoping that the Colts will lose, but that's just me so i can i can put rip colts and i can't wait you know G- my friend giovanni Gio. i can't wait to get back at him if my cowboys beat the rams and say i've been waiting for this all season i want him to put rip rams i can't wait for that <laughs> you are so evil but i'll be right there with you because he was making fun of me too so <laughs> he was posting stuff about your bears I, I i wasn't doing that i was trying to be classy you know you you were classy, Joe. You really were one of the people I was like, okay, I can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to be telling you stuff because I've been there before. But, Gio, yeah. so if the Rams lose, Caroline's going to come looking for you. <laughs> I'm going to look for Gio. That's the first person I'm coming for. I think he's going to be in mourning if the Rams lose. I think he might go and hide somewhere. <laughs> I know, because everybody predicted them to win. All of us did, didn't we? We all predicted them to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll we'll... He's going to have to face the music, so we'll see what happens with him when this, <laughs> when that game is over. But yep. before I go ahead and end this podcast, where can the people find you and interact with you on Twitter and social media? Uh, you can find me at Carolina Teague underscore. You can find me on Twitter, Carolina Teague underscore. Instagram, Carolina Teague underscore. Facebook, Carolina Teague. Did you see Summer Sanders tweeted me, Joe? I did. I saw that. I was like, what? Oh my God! I like ever since I was little, I always felt like, like she freaking was like I loved her. I used to always watch her on NBA Inside Stuff, and the fact that she tweeted me, I was like, ah! You almost shed a little tear. <laughs> I did, and then she followed me too. Oh, there you go, moving on up, girl. Yeah, and you know who else liked my my tweet? Um, Hannah Storm. Oh man, if she would have retweeted you or tweeted at you, that would have been like, damn, Carolina. Oh, man, I had a fangirl moment today. <laughs> You're at work. Let me compose myself. Let me yeah, compose myself. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody can find us, too, on, you know, the Two Shots podcast. They can look for us on 
Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And it's all spelled out, T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S podcast. And we also have a website. You can check that out and check out our group of podcasters on the Two Shots Podcast Network. And that's at twoshotssa.com. So for Carolina T, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. And like we always say, spread the love, stop the hate, and be kind. We're out. Peace.